Hey friends, welcome to the City Hope Podcast. My name is Bobby Thompson and I have the privilege of serving as a lead pastor. I pray that today's message would inspire you, it would encourage you, and it would also challenge you in your walk with Christ. Enjoy today's sermon. Well, amen and good morning. Welcome again to City Hope Church. Uh, my name's Bobby, and if I haven't got to meet you yet, I would love that opportunity as soon as the service was over. And uh, I just want to say, man, you guys look good today. You guys look good. As a matter of fact, just find somebody around you and say, dang, you look good. Come on, tell somebody today. <laughs> now, we are, we are thrilled that you are here with us today. And uh, as Pastor Stephen said, our heart, our desire, our mission is we want to invite everyday people like me and you to experience the hope of Jesus in every single way. And so today, if this is one of your first times with us, we don't want this to be your last time. We work really hard to make this church feel like your church. And so I, I would love, love, love for you to come back and, and meet our team. And we got a gift for you right out here. And we won't come and show up at your house. I promise you. We won't bother you. We won't call you. We won't get all in your business. We just want to say thank you for being here with you today. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, a lot of people don't know this, but we got a little surprise in store today. Okay. So anybody like surprises, right? Like I think Easter was kind of a surprise when Jesus, you know, they went to to see if Jesus was in there and he was gone. So right now uh, we have placed a few eggs under a few of these chairs. All right. So go ahead and reach under your chair. If you've got an egg, you get a special, special gift. All right. I'm, I'm serious. There are some eggs under there. Let me see if you got one. Who's, who's got there's one. We got one right here. Anybody else? There's more than one. I promise. All right. There's more than one. Ugh. All right. <laughs> You can look at the chair. There we go. We got another one. We got another one. All right. So if you if you need a kid to dig under there for you, we'll get it. We'll get it there here in a second. Um, but listen, if you got an egg, if you got an egg, take it out to our connect. We, we really do. We have a gift for you today. Just something to, to say thank you for being here today. You know. Easter, what a, what a wonderful, wonderful time of, of the year, wonderful time of a season of life where we get to celebrate, right? And, and, and for many people, for many people in the world, Easter is, is a time with family, right? It's a time where we get together. It's a time where, you know, we get new clothes and we match and we take pictures together. It's a time where, you know, a, a, a chocolate and Easter bunnies and baskets and eggs, all that stuff happens, right? It's a season and, and that stuff's so fun. That stuff's fun, right? And then for others, when you think of Easter, your first thought is, man, what Jesus went through. All that Jesus went through and can, I cannot believe that God sent his only son and, 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 and the whips and the crown of thorns and the nails and the cross. For, for some, that's what you think about when you think about Easter. That's your, that's your reflection. And, and we all have uh, probably different ways that we approach this season of life, right? Uh, or this season of the year. But we also all have a few things in common. Maybe we look at Easter a little different. Maybe you woke up this morning and, and, and you have a tradition that you do with your family. You're going to do it later today. But, but for all of us in here, there's some things in common that we do have. The reality is all of us have brought a bag of stuff into church with us today. 
Now, I'm not talking about a, a big, huge bag full of stuff like my wife carries everywhere she goes. All right. I'm not talking about anybody. Else, anybody else know somebody that has a bag with everything in it? Anybody at all? Like like I can be like, dang, babe, I'm, I'm so hungry. And she's like, bam, pretzels. You know, it's just like or or, or it's like it, it's crazy. It, I, I don't know how she does it. I'm like, oh, I don't. I don't feel so good. Like, bam, Tylenol. Like, it's just, it's just there, right? The other day I got, I thought I got bit by a spider and she pulled out some anti-venom. I'm like, what, what do you, how, how do you have all this in your bag? Like, it doesn't make sense, it, you know, but, but here's something weird. It's so weird. When I ask her for money, she never has any of that. <laughs> Why don't you have any money in your bag? Ugh. No, 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 no. I, I, I'm not talking about that kind of bag today. I'm talking about the bag of, of just life, the bag of life that you've brought in here today. For, for, for all of us, we've brought stuff in the room. We've got a bag full of good. We've got a bag full of bad. We've got a bag full of ugly, right? For, for some of you today, the, the bag that you're carrying in, in here with you today, it's, it's, it's a bag of struggle, it's, it's some hurt in your life. It's some broken pieces. It's, it's some, there's some joy. There's some love. There's some great relationships. So I want to ask you on this Easter morning, what's in your bag? What's in your bag today? Maybe today you sit here and the reality is you've got some guilt in your bag. Maybe today as you walked in here and, 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 and you, you, your life is a little uneasy and your life's got a lot going on, but maybe today there's some doubt in your bag. For some, maybe there's a, maybe this season of life that you're in right now, this bag, you've got a, a very critical spirit. You've got a negative outlook on life. You've got a know-it-all attitude. What's in your bag? What's in your bag today? Because the reality is, if we look around, we're probably all more alike than we think we are. We probably have a lot more in common than we think we do. But today, as we celebrate Easter, as we think about the reason why Easter is, is the, the greatest, most single day in the history of time, why is this? So the question I want us to begin to think about is, what is in Jesus' bag? What is in Jesus? What is this Easter, this, this Jesus, this resurrection? What is this really all about? What's inside of this, of this bag, if you will? And so I want to try today just to give you a couple truths as we read about what was in Jesus' bag. And I want to try to help us understand that we're all a little more alike than we may think. So during this time, Let's, let's just jump right in. If you have your Bible, go to, go to Psalm chapter 22 and Matthew chapter 27. But during this time when Jesus was alive, um, um, the, the criminals, the criminals during this time, they were nailed to crosses and they were put up on display so everyone that walked by would see these criminals hanging on these crosses. And, and, and you think about that. A public execution would send a message, right? And, and that's why they do this. Men and, and women who, who, who had these causes that they represented, they would be hung on these crosses so everybody would see. You're like, you don't want to be like this guy. You don't want to do what he did. You don't want to follow this guy unless you want to be up here next. These public executions were, were, were so brutal, were so brutal. 
And then Jesus, during this time, he comes onto the scene and for hours he was beaten. He was, he was given a, a, a fake trial, if you will. They were, they were uh, just assassinating his character and what kind of person that he was. And here Jesus finds himself nailed to a cross in between two criminals. So 33 years Jesus walked the earth and it all led up to this one week, this one day, this one moment in time that changes everything for eternity. And, and I wonder, have you ever thought to yourself, why a cross? Why, why, why did they use a cross? I truly believe that it's, it's, it's one of these things that if you ever were truly to see a, a crucifixion, your life would never be the same after that. Brutal, barbaric, bare bodies, covered in, in, in blood, covered in flies, uh, uh, birds pecking at their skin, at their eyes. Can you imagine what that would feel like? Can you imagine walking by and see that? You see, these crucifixions during this time, they were specifically designed to maximize human suffering. They did everything they could to make sure you suffered at your fullest. You were humiliated like never before. Crosses were a reminder that there was no place for civil disobedience. There was no place to go against there's no place to, for, for rebels. There's no place for fighting against the systems. But here's what I want you to see today. Jesus' crucifixion was different. Jesus' time on the cross was different. There's never been one before it or one like it after. It's different. And so let me show you how real quick. Hundreds of years Hundreds of years before Jesus walked the earth, there was a king named David. Many of you heard the story of David and Goliath. David was a man after God's own heart. But in Psalm chapter number 22, David says these words hundreds of years before Jesus was walking the earth. Look what he says in Psalm 22, verses 1 and 2. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Why are you so far from my deliverance and from my words of groaning? My God, I cry by day, but you do not answer by night. Yet, I have no rest. So this is David. He's crying out to God. He made some mistakes. He's, he's going to the Lord. He feels like the Lord has forsaken him. And hundreds of years before Jesus was on the cross. But I want you to see, look at Matthew 27. From the cross, Jesus echoes these same exact words in, in Matthew chapter 27, verse 46. It says, about three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, that is, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? We see King David hundreds of years before Jesus, and we see Jesus saying these same words. The most human, the most vulnerable, the loneliest question that's ever been uttered. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? I think in this moment, we can see something that was in Jesus's bag. The first thing I want you to see was rejection. Rejection was in Jesus's bag. During his final days 
on earth. After all the good he did, after all the healing, all the miracles, all the joy, everything that he brought to the table, rejection was in his bag. Let's look at Matthew and, and how Matthew tells this story uh, in verse, or chapter 27, verse 38. The Bible says this, the two criminals were crucified with him, one on the right, one on the left. Those who passed by were yelling insults at him and shaking their heads. He was being rejected. And saying, you who would destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days, save yourself. If you're, son, if you're the son of God, come down from the cross, verse 41. In the same way, the chief priests with scribes and elders mocked him and said he saved others, but he cannot save himself. He's the king of Israel. Let him come down from the cross and we'll believe in him. He trusts in God. Let God rescue him now if he takes pleasure in him. For he said, I'm the son of God. In the same way, even the criminals who were crucified with him taunted him. Rejection was a major part of Jesus' story. As Jesus began his, his last moments, he felt rejected. Now, today, maybe this morning, Easter Sunday, 2023, if you're looking at what's in your bag, maybe you can relate with Jesus and you've got some rejection. You feel rejected. You feel that, that you don't belong. You feel unworthy. Maybe it's, maybe it's the people around you. Maybe it's when you just look in the mirror. There's some rejection of the person staring back at you. Well, there's a truth that I want you to hear today. And, and, and I say this a lot. This is kind of preacher talk. If you don't hear anything else, I want you to hear this. Jesus was rejected so that you could be accepted. Jesus was rejected on that cross in between the two criminals, unrightfully, unlawfully. He was rejected so that you and I could be accepted. This is what the Easter story is all about. This is the, the moral of the story. Maybe you feel rejected. You've longed for someone to come and accept you the way you are. You've longed for, for just feeling worthy and feeling accepted. And you need that. You need that rescue in your life. Jesus was rejected so that you could be accepted. That's something that as you go throughout your life, that should give you hope. As you walk throughout your day, that should give you hope. That's something that you should tell your, your guilt and your condemnation. Tell that to them. Tell that to anything in your bag that attacks your worth. That I am accepted because of Jesus. And we believe that as terrible as the last steps of Jesus were, as he was led up to that Roman cross, his rejection was a part of God's master plan to rescue all of us from ourselves and our missteps and all the sin that we have in our lives. We see rejection was in Jesus' bag. But the second thing, not only do we see rejection, the second thing I want you to see today is we see death. Death was in Jesus' bag. Matthew says in 27, verse 50, but Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and he gave up his spirit. He died. Another one of Jesus' followers, John, who was an eyewitness, he was present at the cross. He heard Jesus say in John 19, 30, it is finished. And John says with that, he bowed his head and he gave up 
his spirit. I I want you to see this. Don't miss this. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, those are the gospels. These are are the the New Testament accounts of Jesus as he walked the earth. And these are guys that were close to the Lord. And and each one of them, they they give a, a, a lot of the same accounts. And there were some centurions here when Jesus was at the cross, when at the moment of Jesus's death, And all three of these gospels, uh, including John, all three of them talk about there was an earthquake when Jesus died. When death came, there was an earthquake. All three of them talking about some dead rose from the grave. All three of them talk about this, this curtain that was torn in the temple was split in two, signifying the separation of God and people. But I want you to see something. These centurions, these these men who who were beating Jesus, these men who were against, they were the ones rejecting him. Listen to what Matthew says. When the centurion and all those with whom who were keeping watch over Jesus, they saw the earthquake and the things that had happened. Listen to this. They were terrified and they said, truly, this man was the son of God. Something was different about this death. Many, many people had been on a cross and crucified and died, and they've seen it. They've rejected many times, but there was something different about this. I want, don't miss that last part. These men, the same centurions who whipped Jesus, who punched Jesus, who kicked Jesus, who spit on Jesus, they believed. The same centurions, the same soldiers who who strapped the cross to Jesus's back, who nailed him to that cross, who marched him up a hill to die. They believed something was different. The same centurions who worshiped other gods, who mocked God. They believed the same centurions believed So the question this morning I want to ask you today, church, is what do you believe? What do you believe about this death of Jesus? What do you believe about Easter? Maybe you're here this morning and the ground beneath your feet, it always feels like it's shifting. It always is a struggle. Every day is a struggle. Do you believe that there's something separating you and God? You know there's something in between you guys. Would you like your heart to live forever? Here's the good thing. We come in today, and man, you're talking about rejection. You're talking about death. Man, it's doom and gloom in here, right? But here's the good thing about Jesus having death in his bag. Jesus suffered and died so that you could live. That's the good news. The good news that Jesus had rejection is that you can be accepted. The good news that that Jesus had death in his bag is so that you and I could live. Not just, listen, not just so you can breathe and take up space, right? That's not living, but that you can live life to its fullest. And then when you get asked what's in your bag, it's full of joy. It's full of peace. It's full of hope. It's full of Jesus. That's why he came to earth and died. You see, Jesus was following God's plan. He was following God's plan in hopes that you and I would follow it too. Some of you may be thinking today, well, pastor, I'm not sure about this following Jesus stuff. I, I don't know if I can do that. I definitely don't want to die on a cross, right? But, but I, I'm not sure I can do all that. I'm not, I, I don't know. Well, let me just say this. 
If you find yourself struggling with this, if you find yourself uh, not knowing what to believe, that's one of the reasons why City Hope Church is here. We want to help you on this journey. We don't expect you to be perfect. That's why we say we want to invite everyday people to experience the hope of Jesus. Because none of us are perfect. All of us got things in our bag that, that, that we're ashamed of. That we don't want anybody to know that it's in there. And part of our, our, our reason for existing is to walk with you on this journey of growth. But a lot has happened. A lot has happened in the 2,000-some years since the Roman cross. And, and the reality is, listen, if that was the end of the story, then Christianity is just another religion. If that was the end of it, if, there was, if the Easter story ended at the foot of the cross, then, then this is the, the gospel is just another tragedy. Jesus is just another prophet. He's just another teacher. He's just another man. He was a good guy. Today's just another holiday. But that's not the end of the story. His rejection and his death is not the end of the story. The story of Easter is not about a cross at all. Let me share with you what Matthew says in chapter 28. As he continues to tell the story. Verse 1, after the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to view the tomb. There was a violent earthquake because an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and approached the tomb. He rolled back the stone and was sitting on it. His appearance was like lightning. His clothing was as white as snow. The guards were so shaken by fear of him that they became like dead men. And the angel told the woman, listen to this, don't be afraid because I know you're looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here for he has risen just as he said, come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples he has risen from the dead. And indeed, he is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there. Listen, as I have told you. So departing quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy, they ran to tell his disciples the news. Just then Jesus met them. Look what he says. Greetings. <laughs> hey, guys. They came up, they took hold of his feet, and they worshiped him. Friends, that's what the Easter story is all about. I love that part in verse 6. He has risen. Just as he said, he has risen just as he said, that's what was in Jesus's back. And I want you to hear this today. The impact, the impact of the resurrection is eternal, is eternal. The impact that this moment in time, this moment in history has an eternal impact for you and I. You see, Jesus, at this moment, he turned the cross into a prop. He turned the cross into a prop that, that tells the story of God's unending love for you and I. He turned the cross into a prop that shows how willing of a sacrifice he was willing to make for you. That's Easter. That's what God is. That's, that's who God is. That's what Jesus is all about. So I want to ask you again today, church, what's in your bag? What's in your bag? 
Here's what I know. I don't know everyone in this room, but I've been around long enough. We've all got some stuff in our bag that we don't like being in there. We all have it. That doesn't make you a good person or a bad person. There's some of you in here that, that man, you, you're not real big on this church thing. You don't know, uh, uh, this, you know you're still waiting. But, but I, want, I want you to hear this today. Right? You, you, you don't have to get yourself lovable for God to reach out and to, to spend time with. You don't have to get yourself to a clean place where your bag looks all pretty and neat and perfect. And then you can love Jesus. No, 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 no. The reason why he went to the cross, the reason why he was rejected, the reason why we're able to read about Jesus coming back is because he knew your bag and my bag are going to be full of stuff that shouldn't be in there. It's going to be full of stuff that we wish was gone. And he says, let me come help. Let me take part in that. What's in your bag? See, we all got different stories. We all come from different walks of life. We all have different bags. But here's what I believe. I believe that no matter who you are, where you come from, whatever baggage you're carrying in your life, there's one thing that we all need to make sure is in our bag. This morning when you came in, there was a, a card here on your seat. And I want to just encourage you to grab that card right now. And on that card, there's a key taped to it. I want you to grab that key. Just as Jesus turned the cross into a prop. As we begin to pray about this day and this series and, and all that we're doing right now, the Lord brought the key to our heart and to our mind. And I believe with all of my heart, this is the item that we all need to have in our bag. I believe this is the item that matters the most if it's in your bag or not. And, and, and let me explain to you why. Because keys open things. Keys liberate things. Keys release things. Keys unshackle things. Keys unlock things. I think you probably understand where I'm going. Jesus is the key to unlocking new life. Jesus is the key to helping whatever I got in my bag. Jesus is the key for growing whatever I got in my bag. So today, as we close here in just a few minutes, my question to you is this. Do you have the key in your bag? Do you have the key in your bag? See, some of you sit here today and, and you're realizing, you're seeing, man, there's distance between me and God. I don't know that I have the key. I don't, I don't know, man. I, I, my, my parents took me to church and I prayed a little bit and I, and I pray before I eat. And when things get tough, I, I look to God, but I don't know if I have the key in my bag. Well, I, I want to take just a second. Give me, give me two minutes of your life and let me encourage you with a couple of passages of scripture because the Bible reminds us of some things, okay? In Romans chapter three, verse 10, the Bible says there's no None righteous, not even one. Everybody has stuff in their bag. There's none righteous. 
Right? So many times we think, oh, I'm going to go to church and those people are perfect. They got their life all together. No, 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 no. Pastor Bobby has got stuff in his bag that shouldn't be there. Every single one of us have stuff. There's none righteous. No, not one. None of us are perfect. The Bible also says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Nobody's perfect. Nobody has it all together. I get mad and yell at my children. I get upset. We all do. Pastor Stephen gets upset just because we're called pastors. It's because we work at a church. We're not perfect. Nobody. Don't allow the enemy to, to say, well, you're not like them. Nobody is better than the other. And then Paul tells us something that we all understand because we all understand that consequences are something that we all have to deal with, right? We teach our kids this. You do this, you have a consequence. You do this, you have a consequence. Well, the Bible says for the wages of sin is death. You sin and because you sin, the consequence is death. That's what you deserve. No, you're not ever going to be a good enough person to not get that consequence. The wages of sin is death. But, but the gift that God gives you, the gift that God gives you is the key to everlasting life is Jesus. The gift that he gives you and I is Jesus. The consequences are unavoidable. Someone has to pay, but God's offering us a gift in his son, Jesus. But this might be the most important part. Finally, Paul tells us, well, what do I do to accept the gift? I get it. No one's perfect. We all mess up because of my sin. There's separation between me and God. Someone's got to pay the consequence. Someone's got to pay the penalty. What does that mean for me? How do I get Jesus in my bag? How do I get the key? How do I know that the key is in my bag? The Bible says this, if you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. God, I know I got a lot of stuff in my bag. But today I'm asking you to be Lord of my life. He says, if you declare with your mouth and you believe in your heart. Please notice, he doesn't say, go get your life right and then come back. He doesn't say, go heal, get all the stuff out of your bag that shouldn't be there and then come. He says, if you speak with your mouth, you declare with your mouth and you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, the Bible says you will be saved. What does that simply mean? That's a church word, right? Saved. Saved from what? Saved from the penalty of death and hell. Saved from the consequences of your sin. Jesus took that upon himself. And I want you to just imagine with me for just a second, all that stuff in your bag that you don't like, all that stuff in your bag, Jesus says, hey, Give it to me. I'll take it. I'll take it. Let me carry that. And he says, all I want in return is for you to give me your life, to follow me with everything you got. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. It is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. Do you have the key? In your bag today, church. Do you have the key in your bag? If some of you are here today and you believe, I don't know if I have the key, but you want to make sure you have it. 
I want to give you a chance to do that right now in this moment. So here's what I want to ask you to do. We're going to close. We're going to sing here in just a second. We're going to close. We're going to get out of here and we're going to have a great Easter Sunday. But right now in this moment, I want to ask everybody in this room, would you just bow your heads, close your eyes all across this room? Listen to me. Don't don't turn me out. Don't tune me out right here. All right. Don't start thinking about what's next. We stay. Stay with me for just a second. If I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart, if you want to ask Jesus to become part of your life, you want to make sure that the key is in your bag. If you're ready, we're going to pray together. Because I don't want you to pray alone. We're going to pray together and we're going to ask Jesus. We're going to confess with our mouth. We're going to declare with our mouth and we're going to believe in our heart. It's not some magical prayer. It's about what you believe in your heart. If you're ready to make Jesus a part of your life, you're ready to make sure you don't live another day without the key in your bag. Would you pray with me? Just pray right where you sit, quietly in your heart. Dear Lord, I admit that I'm a sinner. I have done many things that displease you. I've lived my life for myself. Today I'm sorry and I repent. I ask you to forgive me. I believe that you came to this earth and died for me. I believe that you rose again on the third day to save me. You did for me what I could not do for myself. I come to you now and ask you to take control of my life. I give it to you. Help me to live every day in a way that pleases you. I love you, Lord, and I thank you that I will spend an eternity in heaven with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. We're gonna leave here in just a minute, okay? Promise, we're getting out of here. But if you prayed with me today, this is the most important decision of your life. This is number one most important decision in your life. And here's what we wanna do. As I mentioned earlier, we wanna come alongside of you on this journey. That's all we want to do. We don't want anything from you. We just want something for you. There's a card that you can fill out. It's in your seat. You can fill this out today and just mark, I I, I recently made a decision to follow Jesus and we'll help you. We'll walk with you. Maybe you don't want to turn that card in. There's There's a QR code on this other card. Maybe you're a digital person. There's a QR code on there and it says, follow Jesus. You can take a picture of that. You can pull up that card and it gives you just a a game plan, if you will, of how to begin living your life for Christ. We want to help you on this journey. If you want to fill that card out here in just a few minutes, when we take the offering, you can drop it right in there. We just want to walk with you on this journey. But for those of you who are here today, there's many of us in this room. You're like, man, I I know I got Jesus. I know Jesus is in my bag. I know he's a part of my life. But here's what I want you to do. I want to challenge you with this today. I want you to take this key and I want you to put it on your key ring. Put it somewhere you're going to see it every single day. Put it somewhere visible. And the next time you feel bound by the baggage in your life, just remind yourself that Jesus is the key. Jesus is the key. Whatever I got going on, whatever sin I committed, whatever struggle is going on in my life, that's why we had to celebrate Easter. That's why Jesus went to the cross so that I could give him my bag.
Whatever it is, church, listen to me. You can walk out of here today and, and maybe this might be the only last and only time you come to City Hope Church and that's, that's fine. I don't want that. And if you forget this goofy looking bald dude up here, you've lost nothing, I promise you. You've lost nothing. But if you walk out of here today without Jesus, without the key to eternal life, and can I just be honest with you? You've lost everything. You've lost everything. And our hope, our heart, our desire, the reason why we do this is because we want to make sure that you have the key to life in your bag. Father, I just ask you one last time to speak to our hearts today as we, as we close out this service together. Lord, as we worship, as we, as we get ready just to sing and, and go our separate ways here in just a few moments, I pray that every single person in this room would be honest with themselves. No more games, no more fooling around, no more being worried about what mom and dad will think or grandparents will think or husband or wife will think, but Lord, I pray that today we would walk out of here with, with strength, with courage, with an obedient lifestyle, knowing without any doubt that we've got the key to life in our bag and that that key is bigger, it's stronger, it's better than everything else. So Lord, help us to be obedient today. It's in your name we pray, amen. Here's what I wanna ask you to do. We're gonna stand to our feet. We're gonna sing together. If you need to talk with one of our team, we got some folks in the back. We got some pastors. I'm up here in the front. Miss Amanda's up here. We got people all over the room. If you need someone to talk with you, to pray with you, to open God's word with you, there's nothing more than we would love than to do that with you. So let's stand and let's worship together. Thanks again for tuning in with us today. We would love to connect with you. And the best way to do that is through social media or go straight to our website. God bless you and have a wonderful day.